0: Welcome to the show. I'm Shane Norton, a.k.a. the Sports Card Nobody, and this is episode five of the Sports Card Nobody podcast. How was your New Year's Eve? How was ringing in the new year? I'm excited. This is the first pod of 2022, and tonight I am going to share with you the top five things I am looking forward to in the sports card hobby in 2022. And also, I will talk a little bit about two of the best NBA players in the world and how excited I am to see what they can do in this new year. But first, Happy New Year. I hope that anybody listening had a fantastic New Year's Eve and that you got to spend it with people you love, people you like to be around, and people who help bring joy in your lives. I hope you were safe, and I hope you were happy. I know I was. I got to spend my New Year's Eve at a wedding. Of all places, the first time I had ever been to a wedding that took place on a holiday, and we had a blast. We played it safe. Everybody was COVID safe, as we can be, and I was very happy to celebrate with the couple for the time that we were there. My wife and I got some time away from the kids as the in-laws came over and played babysitter for the evening, which meant we got to spend the night at a hotel, and I finally slept. Other parents out there, you know exactly what I am talking about. I don't think there's anything better you can give a parent than sleep. So that was fantastic. I hope yours somewhat rivaled mine. I don't know if you can beat a parent who can get sleep, but I hope you did. But moving on, let's get into the topics of the day. And what I want to start off with today is my excitement about the NBA. My excitement about two guys in the NBA, one whose career is just beginning and another whose career is well, well into its twilight years, but is still one of the best players in the league. But let's start with the new guy, Ja Morant. You've heard me talk about Ja Morant a lot. You've heard me rant about the cards that I've gotten and added to my collection. I have now acquired three Ja Morant rookie cards two lower level ones and one that was, you know, the most expensive card that I added to my collection. Proud to say that it is a select silver prism, but man, is it worth it. I don't know if you're watching the NBA and I don't know if you're watching the Memphis Grizzlies. I went out and paid for the NBA package on YouTube TV, almost specifically to be able to keep an eye on this kid. He was drafted in 2019, and at this point, there's no question about it. He is the best prospect out of that class. Everybody was hyped about Zion with all fair reasons. Zion was an absolute beast when he's been on the court. He seems like he might be able to dominate, but that's the problem. Is Zion has not been able to stay on the court. He has not been able to stay healthy, and I don't think we're going to see him at all here in 21 22 And his cards are tanking because of it. Again, rightfully so. The hype, I don't know if he can live up to that hype. It seems like he might be headed towards a Greg Odom type future. I don't want to speculate. I don't know what's going on with his feet. And I don't know what's going on with his weight. I hope he can get back on the court because he's exciting. But in the meantime, John Morant is on the court. And he is a paint monster. It's crazy watching him just hustle at very Derrick Rose-like, the way he's throwing his body around. He's got no fear of anybody in the NBA. Ja is not worried about trying to dunk over the biggest dudes in the league, whether or not he's going to make the dunk. He doesn't care. He's trying to put you on a poster. And if you like NBA, if you like action, nobody's bringing more action to the court right now than Ja Morant. I actually read an article, I forget by who, I'll see if I can figure that out and I can link to the to the uh, give credit where credit is due because um, it was an interesting article talking about the most entertaining players in the NBA today and who the writer was most entertained by and they named John Morant and I get it, I get it. Uh, Steph is up there, Steph is still one of the best players in the league, he can still electrify a crowd, he can still just make your jaw hit the floor. When he's shooting from the perimeter. But jaw's brand of basketball is just different. He can still hit the three. Which you need to really do in today's NBA. But as a guard. He is dominating in the paint. A smaller guy. And from the NBA standards. I think he's top three. In points from the paint. That's unbelievable. I mean that is unreal. He's not. He's not Anthony Davis being able to dunk and take easy lobs. He's not, you know, Cat. He's not Giannis. This is a again, NBA, you know, NBA um comparison, smaller guy and he's still dominating in the paint. His layups are almost impossible to stop. He's finding weird angles to get his shots off. He had such a phenomenal game winner against the Phoenix Suns at, a week ago now where he had two defenders in his face, somehow gets the ball up Somehow it goes through the net. It's unreal. It is amazing to watch. I hope he can keep himself on the court. Others, uh, you know, people who know way more bas- way more about basketball than I will ever hope to know, guys like Bill Simmons have rightfully pointed out that Jaws recklessness is. Uh, it makes you wonder. You know, the comparisons to Derrick Rose's game aren't necessarily the best comparisons when you're talking about longevity but while we have him, I can't get enough of Morant. I want to watch him play, and I want to keep adding his cards to my collection. I mean, let's talk a little bit about what he's doing. I think as of recording this, his PER is right around 25. Again, I've said this before, I know PER isn't the best metric, but it is a good way to get some sense of how a player is doing overall, and 25 had him ranked. I think tied for top 10 in the NBA in his third year in the league. This kid is putting up over 24 points a game, over six assists and five rebounds. Not to mention he's shooting, I think, 47, 48% from the field, 40% from three. You can just trust this kid. He's going to make things happen and he's going to do it in a way that makes watching the NBA fun. Give me all the Morant I can get. This kid has got a future. And speaking of futures, there's another guy I absolutely love to watch who's already cemented his legacy and continues to pour even more cement on it as father time tries to slow him down. There's no surprise who I'm talking about here. I'm a Lakers guy. LeBron James is still the king. I don't care what the haters have to say. Come on. As of this recording, I think LeBron just wrapped up his eighth straight 25-plus point games. The seven previous were 30-point games. Come on. That is all-time career-type numbers for one of the best players in the history of the game. 28 points per game. 7 assists, 7 rebounds, shooting 52% from the field and 37% from three. LeBron James is not slowing down. Yes, his game has changed a little bit. I've heard some of these haters out there. One of my good buddies from back in Los Angeles likes to, any chance he gets a nitpick, LeBron, he's going to go for it. Right now he's calling him a lazy jump shooter. Man, when you're hitting threes at a clip of almost 40%, and you're still dropping 30, threatening double-doubles every night, threatening triple-doubles. You're just trying to hate. And it's sad that you are not appreciating what LeBron James is doing in his 19th season in the league. The man just turned 37 years old. I'm 38. I am not stepping anywhere near a pickup game of basketball these days, let alone an NBA court and still putting on one of the best performances you're going to see on a night-to-night basis. Now, unfortunately, I guess I also have to point out the bad with the great, and that is the Lakers are still not really winning games. They did just win back-to-back games, which is awesome, but in this entire streak of 30-point games and 25-point games and all this absolute dominance that LeBron has been doing, well, I don't know that the rest of the team has been picking up the slack quite as well. And it hasn't exactly resulted in wins. So while I maintain that LeBron absolutely deserves to be in the MVP conversation, he's probably not going to win or get anywhere close to winning unless the Lakers start to do a little bit better than 500 ball, which is right about where they're at uh, as of this recording. But whatever. If the Lakers are going to be terrible, I'm a Lakers guy. At least give me something to watch. It is fun to watch the best in the world, still show that he's got it. I don't know when he's going to stop. It feels like it's around the corner that his his career is going to start to really wind down. But appreciate it while it's here. You don't see this type of dominance almost ever. So just stop hating, stop trolling, and give the man his damn respect. And maybe... I can someday get my hands on one of his rookie cards because that is one of my grails that Topps Chrome 2003 is, I got to get my hands on it one of these days. I certainly can't afford a PSA 10. Even the raw cards go for way more than I can afford at this point. And of course you deal with all the counterfeit and all the, the fears of that. So I don't know when, but one day I will have a LeBron James rookie card. I think, I hope. Maybe this year, New Year's resolution. Maybe not. LeBron James is the king. Let's go Lakers. Let's go Ja. I at least have some of his rookie cards and I'm pumped about it. But let's move on. It's 2022, people. We've had a, a really interesting couple years in the hobby. You know, not to mention the couple years we've all had in real life. But let's stick to the hobby. Let's stick to the escape and the fun that we find collecting cards, collecting trading cards, sports cards, Pokemon, magic cards, wrestling cards, whatever it is you collect, we have been on a wild ride. Now, 2021 started with a bang. The, the market had continued some of its rise, its spiking that had been carrying over from the pandemic, And then we saw a mighty cool off that continued to cool off and has continued to cool off. We've seen it even while basketball is in season. Cards are reaching much more affordable price points, which that's a win for the collectors. Maybe not so much a win for the flippers, but uh, such as life. Meanwhile, I'm seeing more and more product in the retail stores. Target has had tops update baseball cards pretty regularly, and that's great. That's a lower end product, but sometimes when I'm when I'm out there shopping and I've got my daughter with me, we pop on over and I'm able to throw a couple a couple packs into the old cart and that's great. That's a fun product just to come home and rip and not lose a lot of money, just have fun. That's what it's all about. And it's also one of those things where if my daughter wants to get her hands on it, go ahead. I whatever. Have fun with it. Get yourself into the hobby too. My little 3-year-old who always wants to look at my baseball cards. Those are the ones you can look at, sweetheart. (laughs) So it's been a wild, wild couple of years. And it's weird to think like, what, what does 2022 have in store for us? Who knows? I think that we're going to have a little more stability in the market this year, which would be nice. I would appreciate if I don't have to contend with crazy spikes that make it impossible for me to get cards I like, Uh, you know, but if it does, it does but we'll see. We'll see what the world has in store for us. I am not a forecaster. I have no idea, but what I am is a legitimate collector and I have things that I am very, very excited about in 2022. So let's talk about it. Number five, the first thing, the most obvious thing that I am most excited about here in 2022 adding more cards to the collection. Yes, it's a little bit of a cop-out, but man, I am a collector. I talk about this a lot. I get so much joy out of this hobby. I get so much joy when I get a card that I've been chasing or a card that represents something to me. I've spent a lot of time talking about the Bret Hart cards and the nostalgia and the memories that brings up. I've got my John Morant rookie cards and I get to watch this kid play right now in the NBA, and then come into my office and see those rookie cards sitting on my desk. And that's awesome. That is so much fun to to have this hobby, to have this escape, something that's separate from friends and family that I enjoy that I do every day. I'm always in it. I'm in this hobby. I am reading. I am writing. I am podcasting about it now, and I am collecting. And none of that matters unless you're adding stuff to the collection. And that is number five, most exciting thing that I am about 2022 that I look forward to. Number four, the number four thing I am most excited about in 2022, the inaugural AEW product finally releasing. Upper Deck has had to delay the AEW product a few times We were supposed to get it in November. We were supposed to get it in December. And it looks like it is finally going to drop on January 6th. And I am pretty pumped about grabbing a hobby box and tearing into that. I'm not a big wax ripper, but this is one I think I'm going to actually break the bank a little bit on and and go ahead and get because I am an AEW guy. I am watching every Wednesday or recorded later because I have to work. I am trying to keep up with Rampage. I am paying for these pay-per-views. I can't get enough of AEW. AEW takes me back to my high school years of excitement when I watched uh, WCW Monday Night Show every single week. And I would show up to high school. I would show up to class on Tuesdays. And me and my buddies would all just talk about what the heck we just saw. What the heck was going on. And that's how I feel now. I haven't felt this way about wrestling in so long. AEW has given that back to me. Adam Page, CM Punk, Brian Danielson, Darby Allin, MJF, the best heel in the biz right now. Are you kidding me? I can't wait to see what this product looks like. Now, I know some of the big additions that came to the roster came before this product, or I'm sorry, came after this product was finished. So they actually might not even be in here. The CM Punks and Brian Danielsons, I don't think they are going to be in this. And that's Okay. Because I want an Adam Page. I want a Kenny Omega. I want a Young Bucks. I want to see what autos I can get. This is going to be fun for me to start adding to my collection. And this is one of the first products that fits my number five excitement of adding cards. Give me that AEW. Give me that dynamite feeling in the old house. AEW. Let's go. I cannot wait. Hopefully it actually releases this time here in a couple of days Fingers crossed. All right, number three. The number three thing I am most excited about in 2022, and that is more pro uniform product for the NFL and the first pro uniform products for the NBA. Just like Upper Deck has had problems uh, releasing the AEW inaugural product, Panini has had a hard time getting out their products as well, and that has left a giant drought of pro uniform stuff in, in the NFL, and especially in the NBA for the most recent rookie classes. As of this recording, we don't have a single, not one product that we can buy with the most recent NBA draft class in their pro unis. And I am just not a college uniform guy. I can't get into it. It's great for those that love it. It is not for me. So I'm excited to get some newer product that will showcase that young talent. And meanwhile, on the NFL side, we've had a few product releases with the pro unis. But other than Don Russ, which is not a product I get excited about, most of it's been out of my price range. I can't do gold standard. Origins is tough. You know, maybe buying singles of Origins is more in the realm of a possibility. It's really tough though. So I'm really excited to start seeing more NFL product coming out in the near future. Moving on, number two, the number two thing I'm most excited about in 2022. This is a little bit of a sentimental one, I guess. I don't know. I'm excited to make more friends in the hobby. I've been fortunate that one of my closest friends has really started to collect with me. And that's awesome because I talk to him every day, so now I have an outlet of somebody that I can talk to outside of this podcast. And sure enough, some of his friends have started to collect as well, and we've got some group chats going, and that's that's amazing. It is so cool having people to bounce these ideas off of, ask questions, see what they're getting into, see what they're adding to their collections, and sharing the excitement with them. But I hope to keep expanding that circle. I hope to really keep adding to that connection, that bond base. I don't care if it's through Instagram. I don't care if it's through friends of friends. I just really want to have more people that I can talk to regularly. And I'm planning to make more of an effort to do that. So if you start getting DMs from me on Instagram, yeah. Hi, how are you? Let's talk. Let's be, let's be buddies. Let's be friends. I'm not a weird guy. I promise. Sometimes I am, but I like cards. So why don't we chat about it? And all right, drum roll. The number one thing I am most excited about in 2022, the big one, the national. That's right. I will be attending my first ever national sports card show in Atlantic City in July. My buddy I mentioned earlier, Justin, the guy who got into collecting fairly recently, He and I bought our tickets. We went for the VIP package. I have no idea exactly what that's going to get me. I think it's got autographs. It gets me some earlier entry times. I don't care. It's going to be my first freaking national. I am pumped. I wanted to go all out. We got a hotel ready in Atlantic City. We're going to go for the week. And we're going to figure out exactly what all this is about. I've been to just one real card show here in these here here on the East Coast where I live. I've been to a bunch of comic book conventions. I've been out to San Diego for San Diego Comic-Con, but a sports card specific show at this magnitude I have never been to. I am probably going to be overwhelmed. I don't know where to look, where to start, what to do. I don't care. I'm going to bring some money. I'm going to add some cards to my collection and I'm going to try to meet some people. And that's something that I'm actually probably the most excited about is trying to shake some hands or fist bump, whatever it is we do here in this COVID era of meeting people. But there's a lot of content creators that I follow. The Card Talks, the Sports Card Nonsense, Sports Card Investor, uh, Worlds Collide, which is a wrestling specific podcast. There is so, so much content that I try to take in. And I'm hoping to bump into some of these folks. I'm hoping to meet some people and say, "Listen, you're doing a, a damn good job. Keep it up. I love it." Also, what do you think about the card business? Let's talk about it. Be my friend. We'll see how that works out, though. But I'm really pumped. I, I, you know, I don't know what else to say about it. I hope the VIP ticket turns out to be worth it. Uh, I think, like I said, it's got something like, um, don't quote me on this. Like I think twelve. Autograph sessions that you get to go to—I don't even know—are these athletes? Are these? I I have no idea. I assume they're athletes. Makes sense, right? I don't think you would be having like the owner of Panini signing cards or or whatever. But um, but man, I'm gonna find out and I'm gonna share it. I'm gonna talk about it, and hopefully, it's it's everything that I've I've seen in all these other creators who have gotten to go. Hopefully, it's it's as exciting. As, uh, as it has been for them, because I can't wait to, to take part in it. But there it is. Those are the five things I am absolutely most excited about in 2022. Now, what about you? What about anybody out there listening? What are you excited about in 2022? What are you hoping to add to your collection? What are you hoping to accomplish? Do you have any goals set? Do you have any resolutions set? If you do, I want to know about it. Reach out to me at sports card nobody on Instagram. Find me on Facebook. Reach out say something. let's talk and in the meantime if you're enjoying anything I'm doing here, please follow me. comment send me feedback. What am I doing that's terrible What am I doing? that's okay. Whatever it is I want to hear about it. I want to talk. let's get back to that One of those goals that I've got making new friends reach out and let's be friends. Thank you for listening. That's all I got, guys. Sports card, nobody. I'll see you later. Have a good night.